How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of Trust the Tape. It is myself, Zach Wolchuk of the Nosebleed Seats on 105.3 The Fan, alongside the man, the myth, the legend, the Super Bowl winning NFL draft scout and of the G-Bag Nation also on 105.3 The Fan, Brian Broaddus. And, of course, we are brought to you by the deliciousness that is Boomer Jacks, and we've got the NBA playoffs going on. We've also got the quest for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NFL draft. How about that, man? Kind of a sportsman's or sports person's paradise, it if is. you want to say that. But, you know, the thing that, uh, that uh, we really, really focus on, and we focused on since I know myself since December has been this NFL draft, and to be honest with you there, Willie Bully, it's kind of been one of those things. I thought this day would get here, but man, it actually, it, it got here a lot faster than I thought. I mean, I literally started in December looking at these players, kind of getting an idea. We started putting together some draft shows, you know, when uh, with, uh, with DallasCowboys.com, you know, the station, we have a great partnership with that. So yeah, it, but it, it is, it's actually finally, and I shouldn't say finally, but it's here. You know, it it is it is literally putting together the information now and kind of putting your final touches on your stacks and your boards. It it is bizarre. I mean, it's it's one of those things where we started having some uh, some draft prospects on our show. Yep. And we started, you know, looking at some tape, and I'm thinking, man, is it a little too early to even yeah. start doing this? The next thing you know, holy moly, the week yeah. of the draft is here, and we encourage you, of course, to go seek out. Your local Boomer Jacks, they've got delicious food, a menu that is huge. They've got a great variety for everybody. You can find something for the entire family there, whether it is burgers, sandwiches, uh, salads, delicious drink specials. Boomer Jacks is definitely your one-stop shop for all of your dining needs and, of course, uh, to watch all of the sports. We, we've got baseball season in full swing as well, so go out to Boomer Jacks. We really, really appreciate their love and support of draft season and trust the tape and being a great, tremendous sponsor of us here. But, uh, man, there, there's so much to talk about as we're now just days away uh-huh. from the, the NFL draft. And I know you have uh, you, you've been scrounging. You've been in, in the dark here yes, finalizing your your big board. Right. And you've been you've been getting the tags together, I have. as one would say. And I now uh, I know you're probably putting it together for 105throughthefan.com. I am. And uh, how's that process been for it, you? It's been actually really really good. And you know, with my with 105.3 the fan, I've done it with the I did my top 56 and being kind of cowboy 
funny in that direction, if you want to say, uh, you know, because the Cowboys have a second round pick at 56. So I thought, well, I love that. Let, let's see if we can hit two of these guys that uh, the Cowboys might draft. So that's kind of the, the weirdness of the number. Uh, I was able to evaluate 190 players, you know, and it, it's so funny when you go through the draft and you honestly know, well, you might do 190 players, but there's probably two full rounds of guys that, you know, but for, for what we get to do around here, for having to do radio shows and work and all that, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud of the fact that we're able to bring you 190 players. And you know, and I have, I've, I've got them all lined up, and you know, by and and it's, you know, it's one of those processes. To be honest with you, Zach, it took me, it took me three nights, three solid nights of work until like 1:45 in the morning. It seemed like every night, just making sure that I had the right information, the right order. And that I really went back and reading my notes on some of these guys. Do I have this position? You know, I'm not trying to window dress my stack sure. uh, because we've learned if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan or if you're a fan of any other team, the one thing the stack has been able to do, especially with the Cowboys, is that is when those tags start coming off the board, that's where they generally go to look. And we've seen it the last two drafts that it might not necessarily be the, the most glaring need. It was the best player on their board. So that's why your stack is very, very important. And a lot of teams will have, you know, 150 players on their board and and they'll rank them all in that order. And, you know, it's a, a great example of this was the Zach Martin draft where the Cowboys, you know, were looking at Ryan Shazier, Robert Blackwell, the video director in, uh, for the Cowboys. It was in New York. He had the name on the card, Ryan Shazier, and the Steelers took him right ahead. And then the Cowboys had a brief conversation when he went on the clock. Stephen Jones reminded everybody that we have Zach Martin up there. Jerry reminded everybody we still have Johnny Manziel up there. But the stack told him to take Zach Martin. And so, and they've done it too with, you know, the CeeDee Lamb stuff. And there was talk even about with Diggs, you know, that maybe if you got wiped out, uh, that Diggs would be an option for the Cowboys at 17. And that circled back around to, what, 51, I believe. And that's kind of where, you know, he was taken. So you you were able to grab a player in the second round that you you thought about potentially in the first were so so as you're putting that together is is there a player that you're looking at that you you think that you know because group thinks something we've talked about yeah. quite a bit on trust the tape right that maybe you're looking at and you're thinking man as I've kind of talked to some other play you know scout buddies out mm-hmm. there I've got this guy ranked way higher on my board than maybe some other people do or maybe I've got this guy ranked way lower on my board as yeah, opposed to some other people I, I do. Think, I think a guy for me like that is, you know, there's people that have their thoughts about Charles Cross, the tackle from Mississippi State. You know, when I was doing my my stack, I have him as the third best player in this draft. And with the, you know, he he's so young. I mean, this guy's a redshirt sophomore. You know, he's 6'5", he's 307 pounds. He's got these Tyron Smith-like traits mm-hmm. when you start to talk about a young guy, athletic ability, the movement, all those things. You know, another guy, too, that I'm really, really high on is Sauce Gardner. He's my oh. second best player on oh, my board. I love it. You know, and there's and there's people that say, well, he might be a top five guy. And that, that's, I mean, maybe there's not a lot of, but when you start to ta- talk about him with Thibodeau and Cross and Hutchinson and stuff like that, What's funny is I'm starting to learn that people think that Hutchinson from Michigan, the defensive end, might be the best he is right now. That maybe that the 
would we say the ceiling on that would be not as high, right? As some of the uh, people, he's a safe pick. Yeah, he's. But very, does he have as much upside? Yeah, there? I think that's why we're seeing so much, so much love for uh, for Travion Walker right. from Georgia. And you know, scouts. Um, I was. We were talking, like you mentioned, to Jim Nagy, who's the director of the Senior Bowl, a longtime NFL scout, eighteen plus years, Super Bowl winning scout in a couple of locations. Jim was talking about with the whole thing, and I asked him the question about Walker, and he was very much the of the thought that media scouts are late to the game on him. That 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 scouts that work for the team were on him from the word go. Uh, Dane Brugler, who we've done work with over the years, was on him very quick. And so that must have been, you know, Dane probably got a little bit of a tip. Dane does a lot of great work. But we all kind of like, when we start to hear names of players and stuff like that, like, hey, you need to go watch this mm-hmm. guy. You need to go watch this guy. And I kind of feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. I'll tell you a player that I absolutely love, you know, and you look at my stack as a first-round guy at, at 18 would be N'Kobe Dean. Oh, and I don't know necessarily. Gosh, if, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't know if necessarily every NFL team would love N'Kobe Dean because he's 5'11". That's that's the problem right there. Rodgers, so, are you coming around to the small guy? No, I. You know what? I absolutely am because when going back when I first started in 1992, there is no way in hell if you brought up Kyler Murray's name as a possible first overall pick. Baker Mayfield, same way, smaller. You know, and that's that's where that's how much really scouting has evolved over the years. We've seen people organizations, coaches take smaller players. And there's a lot of short players in this draft. You know, we talk about Marcus Jones from the kid from Houston. Sure. You know, N'Kobe Dean, he's shorter player. You know, those are those are guys that you you look at uh, Parham uh, from Fred McDuffie. Uh, McDuffie, a shorter arm. Yeah, you look at shorter guys. And, you know, well, look at the wide receivers, too. I mean, there's several of these wide receivers that are at that 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah, range. Sky Moore, small guy, Sky could Moore, sneak yeah. into the first round. Exactly. So I think people are a little bit more willing and understanding from then, from my era of scouting, where it really was, there's no way in hell that Kyler Murray would have gone pick one, you know, overall to uh, anybody uh, as a quarterback. You you watch Nicobe Dean play, and I think you can really move this guy all around. You know, and and we've talked about Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah, yes. a lot, and and he might be the closest thing to a Micah Parsons like player. Fair, yeah, yeah. But Nicobe Dean for me also has similar traits to where I think you can move him around, and he can be a Swiss Army knife type of player yeah. as well. Yeah, to where I think he can give you a a, a lot of flexibility. As a defensive coordinator. No, absolutely. And, you know, that's, I think that you hit the nail on the head. We've talked about Dean some in previous shows where, you know, 6'3 is a little bit different than 5'11. And, you know, the thing about Dean, I mean, you watch, you watch the Georgia players and it's all those defenders are all first round type players with the exception of, you know, I think, I think there's a, you know, a corner that, is probably not, but they. But overall, though, they've really, really done a great job defensively of getting guys that run, hit, and finish mm-hmm. on their defense, and that's why they're the national champ. Okay, boomer bust. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you one guy that I think in the first round that I am scared of right now. It's a name that I think a lot of people 
are in love with. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to fall, I don't want to say out of love with. Burks. It's not Burks. <laughs> it's Jordan Davis. Okay. And I'm starting to just, you know, people are, are and, and there's a lot of chatter, especially from a Cowboy standpoint. Yeah. If Jordan Davis were to fall to 24. Sure. I'm interested. I would absolutely, in no way, shape, or form, move up to go and take Jordan Davis. And I'll give you the one game specifically. You watch him play Tennessee, mm-hmm. and this is what scares me. Tennessee, watch the Plays first drive, pace. right? They play with a lot you of pace. You go up-tempo, yeah. you remove him from the game. Sure, He's huffing and puffing, mm-hmm. and it, he's a two-down player. Yeah. And he's, he's guys, I got to get off. Hands yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got to yeah. get off the yeah. field. Yeah. And I'm nervous if he goes into the NFL, and we're seeing this more and more, oh, where it's yeah. a spread, up-tempo yeah. offense. Yeah. And next thing you know, a player like Jordan Davis, who don't get me wrong, you get a big-body player like that, he's freeing up space for your linebackers to roam. He's helping every level of your defense. And there's tons of potential and upside. And, and the what he did at the Combine was crazy. I like Devontae White as teammate more. Yeah, and the questions, though, and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we'll see teams you're right about going up-tempo. Uh, I think I would worry about if you drafted Jordan Davis a little bit would be the fact that you get teams that, well, you get you get teams to play so much nickel now. You know, how many snaps are you really – and, and again, uh, guys like John Owning and people like that, and I've had discussions about – like, he's like, well, man, this player's this, that, and the other. And I agree. I, I have no problem with what John's saying. No doubt. But I do wonder, though, when you draft a player like this, is he just really a two-down player you're talking about? Is he first, second-down player? You know, how does that work out for you? Uh, if it doesn't work out, you know, then you're in a situation where, you know, okay, you took a guy and people think that this guy might be similar to what Vita Vea was. I don't think, I think Vita Vea is a much better pass rusher than this guy. I, I, now both guys play on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Both guys get penetration. Both guys are physical players, hard to handle at the point of attack. You know, I, I, you know, I, I'll say, you know, you talk about watching other games when I was watching Kentucky, the center Fortner. You know, I was watching him block these inside players, and you mentioned Wyatt and 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 uh, you know Jordan Davis and guys like that, and I I was like super impressed by how he was able to hold up inside, and so yeah, I mean, if you know going up for him, probably not. If he's there at twenty four, yeah, I'd have I'd like to see who else is in the mix. Sure, I'd like to see if is one of the wide receivers still in the mix is one of the now he was a 30 visit guy here for the Cowboys and that would kind of go against what they believe as far as the one technique guys but this is you mentioned mentioned a freakish athlete that we've never seen before no doubt but if you think this guy is Vita Vea I think you're a little bit I think you're a little bit off there I really Uh, I I agree I think I personally had Vita Vea as a much better player and if it's between let's say and Devin Lloyd is another name that it yeah. seems like as we've gotten closer, he's cooled off. Him and, and George Karloftis mm-hmm. are two guys that I like quite a bit. It seems like the buzz has cooled off a little bit on both of those guys yeah. as we've gotten closer to the first round. I think whoever gets them has the potential to get a steal, especially if they slide in the first round. Mm-hmm. But if the Cowboys ended up going defense for whatever reason in the first round or if, if they drop into the 20s, who if there's any team that's taken late in the first round, I'd take Lloyd before I took Davis in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think to me that I would I would take Lloyd. I might even look at a corner too. Okay. And again, the Cowboys 
were in a mode last year where they were willing to take a corner, even with Diggs and Lewis and Brown still on the roster. So maybe not. Don't put that, that, even though those guys played better, and that's the Dan Quinn factor right there for you. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You think they'd consider McDuffie, even though he doesn't really fit you know that what? Dan yeah, Quinn mold? Yeah, that, that would be the... That, I don't know I, if he'd be there. I don't know if I don't know if that would be the one that they would look at. I think that if... Like a booth out of Clemson, maybe? Yeah, I think a little bit of a longer guy, I think, is where you know where you would be with uh, with that, that, that okay. mode. Now, uh, I do want to throw out a mid-round player, uh, a boom, if you will, here. A guy that I think has the potential to be a steal... Now, this is a little bit of a pet cat for me. Mm-hmm. Kyron Johnson out of Kansas. Okay. Now you're now you're kind of talking my language. Here. I <laughs> love this dude. Uh-huh. Okay. Explosive. Yeah. That's the first word yeah. that I that that just I mean, to me, Kyron Johnson, and we had the opportunity to sit and visit with him a little bit. Uh-huh. And you don't want to just, you know, over... You fell in love with the person, huh? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Right? But it's you, you want to try and check off all the boxes, yeah. right? Okay, so he is an engaging individual and, and all that. He seems like he loves the game of football. That's important. He's a willing special teams guy. But does the tape match all of this? Yeah. Explosive. Yeah. Natural athlete. And to me, I he he's just got rare pass rushing skills. He's a... He's a boot. He's a hitter, man. Yeah. I, I I love Kyron Johnson. Yeah, I think you got the player right. I, I I studied a couple of games, the West Virginia game, and then I also studied the Texas game. And it's like these teams didn't even realize this guy could rush the passer. You know, it's like they're like acting like, well, this we could just leave this guy on block because he's know? undersized. I don't yeah. think people respect well, six him. foot, two hundred thirty one pounds, and and I think to me that 
you know, this guy can really cover some ground. You talked about it being explosive. I thought he did a great job, in, even in the senior bowl drills and stuff. If you go back and look at that, I think he got a rush on Penning where he got underneath him and kind of drove him back yeah. in the back and Penning kind of pissed Penning off, you know, and that's, that's okay. But, you know, Kansas has done a pretty good job. When you watch players from universities like that, and no disrespect to Kansas at all, but, the, but what happens is you get these really great players, I think, and they go and they play at these places where the, the, the program is not very good. And you can evaluate how hard they play when, when the game is down or they're out, are out of it and they're out, you know. I mean, I remember Ron Leary when he was at Memphis, and you just kept watching him play against Mississippi State and teams like that where they were down by 30 points, and they kept playing hard. And I think you could say that about Johnson. He's one of these guys that he just never stops. And so when you talk about those, those types of players, you know, yeah, again, six foot, 231 pounds, might not be for everybody. But you put on the tape, he's for a lot of people the way he plays. Day three, man, sign me up for a kid like that. There you go. I'd absolutely love to get him on my football team. All right, let's go over some mocks. It uh, we, we stayed away for some mocks here in the last couple, <laughs> but I think it's time. Yeah. And uh, you sent me one from Sharp Football. Yeah. Now, the this dude's supposedly the most accurate of the bunch here. All right, you're giving the broadest sign of approval. Yeah, this individual. you know, th- this is really, this is interesting because uh, Brendan Donahue, uh, is the is as the tag is the number one most accurate mock drafter over the past five seasons, and this is according to the Huddle Report okay. that that kind of they you know they do a lot of, of of work and stuff like that, and so yeah, uh, Brendan uh, Donahue again from Sharp Football Analysts. I think they they do a really really good job with those nerdy numbers and stuff like uh, that. They do a fantastic but job. But I'm I'm always interested to see what he has to to say. All right, so let's go through this and we'll do a little grade the pick, if you okay. will. All right, yeah. how, how do we feel? Would we would we do the same thing, or do we like what they're doing here? So pick one, Jacksonville, and I do think this is what they're going to end up doing. Yeah, uh, Trayvon Walker, Edge. From Georgia, I tried to give Jacksonville a call on the way to the station this okay. morning before we taped, just to find out. I couldn't get a hold of anybody. So there. Bulky, I think, did a, a presser yesterday or earlier this week, and uh-huh. he's he's floating out. It's down to four guys. Okay, I think it's Walker, Iki Aquanu, uh-huh. Aiden Hutchinson, and your guy Charles Cross. There you go. I think it's going to be Walker. Okay, but I would take Iki Aquanu. Yeah, I would too. I, I think he's the best player in the draft. I think they need to take, they need to protect those Trevor four, Lawrence. Of those four you named, I would take. I think Icky's the guy, yeah. but I think they're going to end up going Trayvon Walker. It, it does well, it's seem actually like, Charles Cross is who I Tra- would Yeah, Charles Cross. Charles Cross would be my guy, yeah. But uh, I think Trayvon Walker does sound like okay. the momentum's building there. Right? Lions at two. Sharps peeps have him going Aiden Hutchinson, the edge from Michigan. Yeah, I, I think that to me. And again, the questions now being asked among the NFL scouts or is this, have we seen just the absolute best of Aiden Hutchinson as a player? Is there any more growth? But you said about it, safe, tough, active. It's going to do everything he's, you know, required to do. And, uh, you know, but you can also watch him in some tape, much like Walker, where he's getting blocked. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that's the scary thing when you start to talk about these things. Well, I think you could also make an argument, uh, was his running mate on the other side of Jabo? Yeah. You better player. It, there's there's people that will I think Ajabo is man. Pretty good in terms player. of just a pure pass rusher. Yeah, Ajabo yeah. might be the best in the class. Might be, and he might have the most upside. But Aiden Hutchinson selling jerseys there. Yeah, Michigan guy, and yeah, I think absolutely. Dan Campbell would definitely fall in love with Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. 
Uh, number two that makes a lot of sense. Texans, they end up taking Ikea Kwanwu out of NC State. If he's there at three, I agree with that pick. I think that's a no-brainer for Houston. They need offensive tackle help. Yeah, they absolutely do. I mean, if you if you go back and kind of, I mean, that, that's the whole thing when you when you start to talk about, you know, Laramie Tunsil there at the at left tackle, but Titus Howard, you know, I mean, who was a who was a first round pick. I mean, I, I think there were a lot of people that questioned that pick in 2019, but they clearly need need some help at that tackle spot. The Jets with one of their first top ten picks at four. Hey, Kayvon Thibodeau. Now, do you still have Kayvon as your number one he player? He is my number one player. So, yeah, absolutely. I like this pick a lot. I, I feel like, though, that, you know, there's a lot of people that don't feel like that he plays hard all the time. And I just think that's really, to me, I just look at the talent. I just think, okay, when he does play, I think there's a lot of other interests there, too. You know, are people thinking, oh, is this guy a glass eater? I don't think he's a glass eater. But I think what he is is he's a guy that, very conscious of image. He's very conscious of his brand. He's very conscious, though, of playing football. When he plays football, he does it pretty well. So, you know, people say the Jets, this might be one of those things. They remember the kid Golston they took from Ohio State mm. several years ago that ended up being a bust. But, you know, man, the, the, I, I think Thibodeau's got – I think he's got a lot of game. I really do. Does he not uh, show a little Deion Jordan flashes to you? Do you not see a little Deion Jordan oh, when sure. you watch him? Oh, sure. But, he makes me a little nervous. Well, and it might just be the team – and yeah. That happens sometimes. Sure. It, it does, and but you know, I, to me, to me, if you gave me a choice between him, Hutchinson, and Walker, you go Thibodeau. I go Thibodeau. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, if and if I'm the Jets, I'd go up Sauce. I think Sauce would be the best player for me. Very well. There at yeah. four. Yep. Giants at five. Uh, this mock has them going Evan Neal. Yeah. That I was uh, doing a bunch of podcasts with Giants folks. Giants.com. They're looking for a right tackle. It. This could go. This could go Gardner, Neal. You know, they got five and seven. It just happens that when we get to their seventh pick, it's going to be exactly. Okay. It, they, they could flip this. They could I go, was reading They Love Your Boy Cross. Okay. I think this pick is Charles Cross. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then like I said, they're looking for a true right tackle. And the best right tackle on the board, in my opinion, the guy with the power and stuff like that. I, I Cross is a hell of a player. Don't, yeah, don't but get it probably me. is Evan Neal. Yeah, but it's probably Evan Neal. Do you think Evan Neal uh, – Unless they plan on flipping their their current, uh, unless they they Andrew Thomas might be better over it, right? Tackle. That's what they might think. Yeah, yeah. he might be. Yeah. You think Evan Neal might actually be a better guard than tackle? There's people in the scouting community think that might be the case. I kind of think he does look yep. like a better guard than yep. tackle. Uh, Panthers then at six would take Charles Cross. There you go. I love that pick. Yeah, I know a lot of people are just penciling in quarterback there, mm-hmm. and it does make a lot of sense. I think it's just a reach with this quarterback class. Yeah, sure. And number seven, the Giants, with their second pick, Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Oh, if they come away with a cross or a kneel and then get Sauce at well, seven. Yeah, they've, they've, this, is, this, is the, this is the situation as is. I mean, they, they collected two picks. They got fortunate at the trade that they made last year, netted them, uh, netted them uh, you know, the seventh overall pick. And sometimes I say when you're thinking about next year's one, this is when it works out. If, if, they, go, if they go Gardner, Neal, Gardner, Cross, they really, really helped their team with the first two picks they made. Falcons at eight, first receiver off the board, Garrett Wilson, the receiver out of Ohio State. You uh, you got Jamison Williams, right, as, I do. as your top receiver. And I, I love that because I, I think if he weren't – he didn't get hurt. And look, yeah. he might have been, that injury might have been the reason Alabama's not your national champion and Georgia is. Sure. 
Yeah. I agree. I think Jameson Williams is the top receiver off the board if he doesn't have that injury. Yeah, I, I, I really do. I mean, now there's people that won't like the fact that he's 179 pounds, but I don't think that matters in today's I, NFL. I, it, I, mean, know, I think that's proven it, it doesn't guy, matter. But he's tough, man. You watch you watch Jameson Williams play special teams. Hell he's yeah. like a gunner on the punt team and stuff like that. It's pretty killer. But Garrett Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson, good pick. absolute stud. Yep. The Seahawks then take Jermaine Johnson, the second edge from Florida State. Wow. This dude, and this would be a Seattle pick. Yeah. I, you know, if if Sauce doesn't slide there, I've also seen Stingley yep. go there quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. But Johnson seems like the prototypical. Also, you know, Seattle likes the long body. He reminds yeah. me of a Carlos Dunlap sure. who they traded for mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, I think Jermaine Johnson was a guy that everybody kind of talked about the initial mock drafts. I had, I had a couple of pro scouts very early in the or very early in the process tell me, "Listen, you guys got this Jermaine Johnson too high," and that was even at twenty four. And I saw, I, I wonder if there's still some more rooms that absolutely think that. But he went from a guy that you were probably going to think about at twenty four to being in the top ten in this draft. Well, he had an interesting season. You watch him. The debut game against Notre Dame mm-hmm. wrecks the Irish. Yep. But I think he kind of faded yep. as the season went on, and, and that might be what people are knocking him a little bit. But there's a lot of potential there mm-hmm. with Jermaine Johnson. The Jets then, with their second pick, they've taken Thibodeau in this mock. Yeah. They come away with your guy, Jamison Williams, out of Alabama, who very well could be the best receiver in this class. The speed, he's just smooth with his route running, can take the top off the defense. You know, Zach Wilson would love to have him with the Jets. Yeah, it's a great pick right there at 10, I believe. I wonder, do you think Drake London, though, might be a better fit for what the Jets want to do with his ability to go up, get the ball, contested catches, especially in the red zone, Yeah, where a guy like Zach Wilson might be able to help him a little bit yeah, better? Yeah, I think when you're talking about you need very high catch radius guy. And, you know, and that, not to say that Williams is not got a good catch radius, but London has rare catch radius, I think, the way if you look, he, 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 he played with quarterbacks that weren't very good and always made them look a lot better than they were. Catches everything. Yeah. Commanders at 11, Washington. Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, I don't think is getting enough love and respect as mm. we get closer to this draft and all the chatter. People talking about the speed. Just there. I, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Clean as hell, yeah. Kyle Hamilton. I love this dude. Sure. He's a baller. Now, if he goes to Washington as uh, a diehard Cowboys fan, and yeah. I'm not shamed to admit it, I can't stand you, Kyle, but I wish you the best of luck. But uh, that'd be a home run pick for the yeah. commanders there. Yeah, they Ron Rivera would be in love. Yeah, they had, you know, Kyle Hamilton is a, is a big-time tackler, too, and you could always help your defense with those kinds of guys. The Vikings, Derek Stingley Jr., the corner this out of LSU is a per- Yeah, this is a perfect fit because also they have an LSU guy you know, Patrick Peterson, Peterson there, and everybody will tell you at LSU that he needs a big brother to put yeah. his arm around him. And Harrison yeah. Smith, who's yeah. a, as a leader as yeah, well. In exactly. That I think I think Minnesota getting Derek, uh, Derek Stingley would be a huge get for them. All right, here we go. What do you think of this fit? Jordan Davis, who we were just talking about out of yeah. Georgia, going to the Texans at 13. Yeah, de- depending on, you know, what your situation is, you know, with that defensive tackle, you know, that's, that's going to be big. I mean, that's one of those things that – you know, uh, you know, with the with the scheme and all that, we'll see what the Texans, uh, you know, are going to do. You know how they're going to play their guys. Uh, it it makes a lot of sense. So when you're talk when you start talking about, you know, uh, really, uh, uh, you know, Levy Smith is a. It's interesting because Levy Smith being a disciple from like that Rod Marinelli kind of a, you know, group and stuff like that. So you know, yeah, it, it's. 
you know, Malik Collins is really a Roy Lopez. Mm. Those that's that's kind of who you're talking about as uh, you know, Hensley Kiki as guys. Those are the yeah. those are the defensive tackles you're kind of talking about with this team. So that might make a little sense. George Karloft is to the Ravens at fourteen. Oh man. Yeah. I would love that for George. He would I mean, if you go to the Ravens you're probably, I mean, they, they they draft home runs. It seems like every they single year. They do a great year. job. If they look at if the last ten years of the draft, they've been one of the best drafting teams in the league when it comes to, you know, the metrics and things like that. What they talk about players with career averages and things. We were doing a study about that. You know, talking. I think the Ravens were in the top three actually for that. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, uh, you know, with they've got guys that can rush though. I mean, you know, they do. You, you know. Back in the like, you know, with 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 we'll see with you know with Derek Wolf and what he could really really do, and we've also talking about Oway, you know, from Penn State who was in the draft, fantastic last, last year, it, it played really really well. So just adding another another guy like that, I think, would be huge. And McDuffie, Trent McDuffie, we've talked about, you know, yeah. shorter corner, shorter arms from Washington going to the Eagles. They desperately need yep. a corner help there at fifteen. The Saints then at sixteen. We wondered why, you know, they made that move up. A lot of chatter. Maybe it was for. I think they might still go. I think that the they Saints, might move up again. Yeah, I think the Saints might keep an eye on them moving up again. And what's interesting, no quarterbacks on this mock yet. They have Saints taking sixteen. Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle yeah. out of Northern Iowa. Yeah. See, that's where I, I kind of look at too. You know, what's gonna what's going to happen there? Uh, you mentioned they brought that. You know, with Jamison uh, Winston, they. Uh, Jameis Winston, they they brought him back. You know, Andy Dalton is now in the mix. They Ian Book was a guy they used a little bit last year. So, you know, Taysom Hill's now moving to tight end. You know, the offensive tackle makes a lot of sense there because you know you have Ramchek playing the uh, playing the right side, but then you look on the other side. You know, James Hurst. You know, it might be it might be that's my why they're going to go get Penning. Uh, Penning is an interesting guy. I mean, yeah. I heard some chatter at the combine about him because he's he's mean. He's got he's yeah. got a mean streak about him. Sure. And uh, I think teams teams like that though. I they think do. The Cowboys like the specifically they do. They do. They are eyeing that. Zion Johnson. What a rise to the Chargers yeah. at seventeen. Now, last year they go Rashawn Slater. This yeah. would be a nice add to their offensive line with Zion Johnson to go ahead and protect their investment, of course, in Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Nice pick. Devin Lloyd to the Eagles. You got to like that tandem there. Oh, man, with Trent McDuffie and Devin Lloyd at 18. Chris Olave going to the Saints. Would love that pick for the Saints there at 19. And the first quarterback off the board, Malik Willis, to the Steelers at 20. And if there's a quarterback to take, in my opinion, this is the one guy that should be drafted in the first round. Steelers have a history a little bit of, you know, if you go back and go back to the the slash days, the Cordell Stewart's and people like that. But, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was in there for a long time. Not the most mobile of quarterbacks, mobile enough, but, you know, had a great run there with the Steelers. But, yeah, Willis is driving up a lot of boards here, him or Pickett. The, the Steelers did a lot of work on these quarterbacks this spring. Daxton Hill, a guy we haven't talked a lot about, yeah. speed. Safety from Michigan, uh, real true free safety. Can also kick inside, yeah, play, play some nickel for Absolutely you as well. Kid, yeah, for the Patriots, and that that makes sense it makes for New lot, England. Makes a lot of sense for Bill Belichick there at twenty one. How about this, Traylon Burks to the Packers at twenty two? You're plugged in there with Green Bay. You think they actually take a receiver finally in the first round? Yeah, I think it's not in their DNA to do it. But you talk, you talk to the people there. They they think that they might use their two second round picks on wide receivers. So uh, George Pickens is yeah, the name. Exactly, I think they're linked yeah, to a lot. Exactly. So yeah, that that if they don't if they don't 
hit one at the at this spot or at twenty eight, I believe, then they're then they're going to go with look forward to come back around in the second round. Burks would be an instant yeah. superstar with yeah. Aaron Rodgers though at twenty two. The Cardinals then would take Drake London, which would be a perfect fit for him as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there at twenty three out of USC. And then, oh, I would be so happy. I think you would be so happy. The Cowboys come away with Kenyon Green, the guard out of Texas A&M at 24. Instant plug-and-play. I think the Cowboys would have their left guard situation figured out, and they'd be very pleased. Yeah, under this circumstances with Zion Johnson being gone already much earlier. But, you know, there's a lot of people that do like Zion Johnson. You know, they like the fact, again, Jim Nagy we, we brought and we talked to him. They, moved, they used him as a center at the at the Senior Bowl. It seemed like that was fine. He's a super, super smart guy. He's super athletic. People will tell you they like Green a little bit better because of his toughness, how mean, nasty, finisher kind of a guy. So, yeah, when you talk about plug-and-play, uh, yeah, Green makes a lot of sense. Hey, for me, that's what I'm all about, also the power. That, that's what yep. stands out to me yep. about Kenyon Green. Kyler Gordon, uh, the running mate of McDuffie at Washington, goes to the Bills at 25. They could use some secondary help. Second quarterback off the board, Kenny Pickett yeah. to the Titans. That's interesting there at 26. Tyler Smith, the offensive lineman from Tulsa, goes to the Bucks at 27. Ooh. I'm not a Tyler Smith guy. I'm not either. But, uh, hey, Bucks go with him. Devontae Wyatt goes to the Packers with their second first-round pick there at 28 out of Georgia. That would be a heck of a pick there mm-hmm. for Green Bay. The Chiefs then take Jahan Dotson, yeah. wide receiver from Penn State. Be an Andy Reid special, reminiscent of Deshaun Jackson a little yeah. bit for me. Watch watch the Chiefs maybe being aggressive here. I'm hearing whispers that they're going to come up from the bottom of the board to try and get one of these wide receivers. They could jump ahead of maybe some of these teams in the early 20s that might be looking at wide receiver. Chiefs then would follow up with Boye Mafe, Good the edge out of Minnesota. Yeah, yep. underrated. Uh, very underrated, underrated player. Yep, yeah, yeah. very underrated. Bengals then land Tyler Linderbaum. Can't believe he's going to slide this far, but that's what happens that's when my you're tenth, center. That's my 10th best player in, on my on my uh, my stack. Disrespected here. Well, I think, you know, again, it's it, he's not for everybody, but the traits are clearly, if, if I'm going to be wrong about a guy, an undersized guy, I would rather be wrong about one that has production on tape. You know what? That would be the best pick in the first round. It's one that's it's one that would be the head scratcher because there's a lot of people that really like him and there's a lot of people that absolutely hate the guy. I mean, hate in a way of. But for the Bengals and you yeah. look at what they've done oh, with the sure. offensive line, absolutely, yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow's got to yeah. be thinking, "Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. this is amazing!" Absolutely. And then at 32, the Lions circle back, take Desmond Ritter, the quarterback out of Cincy. A lot of buzz a lot about of buzz. Desmond Ritter right yeah, now. Yeah, you could watch Alec Pierce, the wide receiver from Cincinnati. I mean, he makes a ton of catches. They got a couple of players there that do really, really well, but. Yeah, Ritter's a guy that a lot of people uh, are starting to kind of warm up to more so than Howell and some of the others that we've seen. There it is. There is uh, a mock draft. We'll see how accurate that one ends yeah, up being. Yeah, it might be. We'll see. Just days before the first round. Didn't hate it. Didn't, I didn't hate it either, especially yeah. uh, the Cowboys pick. Not bad. Yeah. Not a bad situation there. All right, there's another edition of Trust the Tape in the books. Again, thank you so much to Boomer Jacks. Make sure you go out there Check out Boomer Jack's tremendous drink specials, delicious burgers. Can't say enough about that menu. Go on out and visit your local Boomer Jack's. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Zach Wolchuk. Until our next edition of Trust the Tape, hugs and hand pounds, everybody.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.